It's lunchtime in Central Texas. What are we having? Uh, it's just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? PB&J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Time for the press box. Here's your host, Ward Whites. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas here on this Black Monday as the NFL has finished its regular season. And now the opportunity for coaches to exit the building has arose and two of them have already made their way to exiting the building and the Washington Commanders Ron Rivera and He's the gone. Atlanta Falcons also losing their head coach and showing him the door Arthur Smith losing but not looking for no yeah. not at all <laughs> key cards don't work today two, that's all gentlemen two well-deserved firings yeah uh, they yeah. both had Ron Rivera had more than enough time. Arthur Smith, I mean, he was the same. Just terrible, terrible game decisions and play calling decisions, and can't get him out of there fast. They've got such great young talent on offense that he just wasted this year. They have pretty uniforms. You like those ATL (laughs) ones? I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I had to look up on Friday when talking about the Washington football team uh, that Rivera. I had to double check Rivera was still their coach. I, mean, I know, about right? Just a retread guy, retread franchise. Three just, winning seasons in ten years as a head coach. Oof. That's not good. No, no, not gonna, not gonna keep you in the building. No, <laughs> it's not. They're just, they were just hoping for that magic of what was that ten years ago with the Panthers. Like, you know, maybe he'll just conjure that up again. Hey, at least their owner didn't throw anything at a fan. <laughs> That's saying. true. That's true. Wow. That's, yeah, if there's one thing they've had over the years, it's been good, clean ownership. Yep. <laughs> the commanders also let ownership. go of Jack Del Rio, their defensive coordinator, so uh, already getting into the assistant <laughs> staff as well. Um, retread staff. And retread now, <laughs> where do they go? Where do these two franchises go? I mean, I know that there's guys out there that have opportunities to come in and maybe take them to the next level. But I don't know who – I don't know – in my mind right now, I can't think of, and maybe you guys can help me, who's the next hot coach in the NFL right now? Who's the head coach that's sitting there? Because in the past, you had some guys that were either doing analyst jobs or – whatever it might be, that you go, oh, okay, like the Broncos and Sean Payton. Sure. You knew that, yep. that was you, that was a possibility. That he was a candidate. Yeah. Back. yeah. I don't know who the who the hot candidates are right now in well, the NFL. I look at who the, who the commanders Lynn. have been hiring. I mean, we talked about this on Friday. If they're just going to go retread guy and hope it works, d- does their next head coach still have a job in New England right now? Could that be a team that just tries the Belichick hat? No, I don't think so. And I don't think after it what we've even seen, surprise me though. What what we've seen with New England right now? Yeah, Belichick's going to be stay. there. Yeah, 
I think they would. He just needs that. better players. That's he all. Said, he doesn't yeah. need to go anywhere. Well, he's he given up. The he, players, he's given up. <laughs> he's saying. given up the GM controlling. Yeah, I, I think he. I think he absolutely stays since he said that. Yeah. Like if I'm the owner, I'm like, oh, okay, I can bring in a GM that knows that's better at evaluating talent, which isn't hard, especially offensive talent. The guy yeah. knows defensive yeah. talent and defense, but if you can bring in a GM that has a real eye for offensive talent. With the draft pick they have, they can get it turned around real quick because he can get the defense to where if the offense is even average, they're going to win a lot of games. Boy, defense is good. Belichick, I, I would have said Bel- Belichick would be the top candidate for any opening job. Uh, just that until, Washington thing fits perfect. Un- until mentality. this morning, though. Yeah, I mean, when true. he said, yeah, I, hey, said I'm going to give up controlling part of it and coach football. I think he stays in New England. I, I don't, think he does I don't, too. He likes new, he likes coaching. Period. And yes. he, he likes to have control. He does. But he if he's willing to subside that and just say, "Hey, I'm just going to coach football," I don't I don't see him leaving New England. So again, the question begs: Who are the hot candidates? Yeah, to your original question. Who are the hot candidates for? These head coaching jobs that are opening up and more that will open up. I don't think that we're done with with yeah with head oh, coaching vacancies. Started, I yeah, I I, I really – I'm surprised there's only two at lunchtime on Monday. I really am yeah. because there's usually at least a handful. But I know there's some coordinating jobs that have already – you know, the Giants have moved on from coordinators and things like that. But head jobs haven't opened up. Now, I will say tonight's game – Will be the last game that Harbaugh coaches at Michigan. I was going to say, I think I think the hot coach, quote unquote, hot coach, is coaching tonight. But I don't think that either one of these jobs That's the thing. are where he's going to land. He'll say no to both those jobs. I think he'll say no to both yeah. of those jobs. I think, really, in my mind, he's probably going to be in San Diego. I don't know. I'd take that. Maybe. Does San the Diego? Jets open up? I, I know that no, Jets, seat wasn't Jets, terribly hot, but, but I mean the guy can't safe. win. He's safe. He's not going anywhere. Why? He's Vegas? Just not. Vegas. Vegas would a, maybe. Vegas uh-huh. would be a good one. They'll they'll give him some control. Yeah, Vegas, I, they I sure think would. that those are the two top places for Harbaugh that are going to land, either Vegas or San Diego. And again, are we looking at a young coordinator that? takes one of these two jobs. I don't know who the yeah. targets are on these two jobs. I really don't. And it's the first time that you say, wow, where, what direction are you going to go? I mean, is Brian Schottenheimer's seat hot? I mean, we're talking about a top five coordinator in the league, apparently, mm-hmm. <laughs> according to the players. Is he getting the calls? I don't know. Uh, no, but I think you got to look Detroit. Detroit's offensive coordinator. Is it Johnson? God, I can't remember his name. Uh, coordinator from Detroit, I think, has to get some – Get some love. Um, yeah, but I don't think he'll go anywhere. Why not? Be a head if coach? he has a, a head coaching opportunity, Atlanta? absolutely. I'll take that. B. John Robinson and Kyle Pitts. So it's it's someone like that, yeah. Okay. It's, well, so, it's someone like that that I don't know I that think it's be. I think it's going to be a coordinator. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's well, got to be, but I just don't know. That just makes me I don't know who the hot names out. are, yeah. and shame on me because – but also – I don't know that there's been a, a handful of hot names thrown out there. No, the biggest and it's, two. And it's the first year in a long time I've really not remembering because you can look at it and go, okay, there's five guys that are legitimate head coaches in the NFL in waiting. 
I don't know who those are right now. Co- there was always a college coach. For a while, coach it was, yeah, and there was always a couple of college coaches that you would talk about. Both the Lions offensive coordinators are supposedly kind of hot names. It, one of them may be Dan Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn's another Dan one. Quinn I always, don't yeah. think Atlanta, but. Um, right. They, no, he's he not going back to Atlanta, he is has he? To be, he has to be one of the guys on, on some of these short lists, especially a Washington. Sure. I'd take a Dan Quinn. I mean, that's just as impressive as a Ron Rivera resume. And they look how long they held on to him. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Too long. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I got to think Dan Quinn. And I mean, I know it's so easy to make Dan Quinn a meme of 28 to 3. But, like, he took the team to the Super Bowl. Like, that team had no expectations, really, no ambitions going into that season. He made Matt Ryan a good starting quarterback into an almost unanimous MVP. Right. Um, and He also them, blew it in the Super Bowl. He did. He did. He blew it in the Super Bowl war, but he was there in the Super Bowl. That's right. He if I'm a Washington there. there's, there's fan. something to go for that. If I, yeah, if I'm a Washington fan or a Chargers <laughs> fan, I'm thinking, well, he went to the Super Bowl or a Raiders fan. I'm thinking that that portion of it. There's um, one name out there, too, that I don't really – well, you know my feelings, and I've been very okay. vocal about it. Where has Kellen Moore's name been over the past <laughs> couple of years? Because he was, Rose. he was he was on the up and going, and there was lots of talks about Kellen Moore being the next young head coach yeah. in the NFL. I hadn't heard that here lately. You know what he reminds me of, to link it to the college football world, and this guy did end up getting head coaching jobs? Will Muschamp. Yes. For years, the head coach had waiting at Texas. Oh, he's this genius. He's going to wait till they kick Mac out, and he's going to take over, and he's going to be great. And he didn't wait around forever. He did get some head coaching jobs, didn't do very well. Maybe a better one is Kendall Bryles without the scandal. Right. I mean, a hot, young, offensive guy. Uh, he's going to be... If he's not taken over for his dad, he's going to be a head coach somewhere big in in the next few years. And then, obviously, the scandal hits, and he keeps getting good OC jobs. And they're just kind of middle of the road, which mm-hmm. is what Kellen Moore is doing right now. And so the farther you get away from Moore's success in Dallas or Bryle's success at Baylor, you're thinking, well, can the guy really coach? Do I want him to be the head coach? Right. No, I think he's better off as just the offensive coordinator. And I wonder – I know it's still early days for Kevin Moore – or. Ke- Kellen Moore uh, being removed from Dallas, but still, I mean, you gotta wonder. There's, it's a short window for these guys between being an NFL head coach and just being a coordinator forever. And I wonder how fast that window is closing for someone like Kellen Moore. I, I think it's just barely open now. NFL, not for long, not for long. That's what it stands for. Well, and, and the opportunities just don't come no. as abundant as you think they might. Maybe Chucky will come back. Who? You think so? I love Bruce Chucky. Who's going to get another crack at this? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Three, Left on good terms Three's a time. charm. No, three's it's not. <laughs> no, it's Kid not. Could be. I like him. Mm, I don't know. If he keeps his mouth shut, he'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> As someone else, type his emails Who for are him. the top Who's candidates? The Who do you have on your list? 254-662-1660. That's our text line. We'd like to hear from you. I don't know who they are. I really don't know who they are. I think Harbaugh coaches his last college game tonight. I really do. I think he's in the NFL, but I don't think either one of these jobs like you, Cameron, are the ones that he's going to have circled sitting on his desk tomorrow morning when he walks in the office. I really don't. They'll give him a call, of course. 
they need to. But no, I think he's, he's Washington situation, even Atlanta situation, and thinks, nah, you know what? I'm comfy here at Michigan. Yeah, I'll I mean, if that's right. the only opportunities he has, I don't see him leave, leaving Michigan. I wouldn't leave Michigan. He's leaving Michigan. Oh, I don't know. A lot of a lot of people, I don't think would in his scenario, but I think he is. I mean, he's so. still not that old. I mean, he's. I he's think still he wants young. to get back yeah, to the NFL. Uh, and if he didn't have the two suspensions this year, I would say, yeah, maybe it's he's, a little different. He's not gonna. He's not going anywhere. But, but I think he he's might. tired of dealing with it. Yeah. I think Sick he's of tired of dealing with all the outside stuff that he cannot control, and so. If he, you know loses, what? if he loses tonight, I definitely think he'll go somewhere. I think win or lose, he's gone. Well, yeah, I think my prediction is Washington takes it. The national championship? Mm-hmm. Well, aren't oh, you jumping the gun a little bit? I'm sorry. Was I not supposed to go there? I just <laughs> you ruined it, Steph. Sorry. <laughs> we had a whole a two script. hours worth of buildup. I'm just telling you oh. my prediction. Y'all can talk about it when I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> you think Washington wins tonight? I think... Yes. I think hmm. it's going to, yes, Washington is good. Nobody good. really talked about them this year, but they're good. And I think they're going to give Michigan a, a run for their money. It could be close, but I think second half, Washington's going to take it. Hmm. They have the best coach and the best player on the field. All right. I, I don't disagree with the, I, I, I think. And I'm not I saying. I think he should have won the Heisman. I do. But also hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not upset with where the Heisman Trophy went, but I mean, if you got to take him to the bowl game, yeah, he played outstanding last week against Texas. I Michigan wins tonight. Oh, mm. all right, Cam. I'm going to save mine for later. There you go. But I will say, it will not be a blowout. It's not. I don't be think a it is. Which is what we it's always hope for and seldom get. This will not be a blowout. No, I, don't, I agree. I agree. It won't. Some poor we sap will. said that last year on a Fort Worth radio <laughs> station. This will not be a blowout. <laughs> so, hopefully that's not me tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but it's, it's We will be talk a good national game. championship in the 1 o'clock hour coming up at one fifteen. Cam? Yeah, we got uh, the voice of tonight's game. If you're listening here on ESPN Radio, Sean McDonough, who has called it all, by the way, Ward. I mean... Mm-hmm. World Series, Monday Night Football, and more importantly, a South Shore guy like myself. <laughs> Grew up in the town right next to me. It runs deep, man. So we're going to talk to him about the game tonight, maybe a little bit about Patriots coaching situation, should it change in the next hour. His dad was like the original NFL insider. There you go. Like well before there was a Schefter, there was, there was Will McDonough. So All right. he'll know a thing or two. The national championship coming up tonight. You got big plans for tonight, Steph? No. What? No. It's the national championship I'm game. Gonna wa- oh, I'm going to the neighbors to watch it because we can't get ESPN in our house. Don't even go down that road, but yeah. Going to be making it a big event like jalapeno I mean, poppers, are you going to have lasagna? Sna- okay. What? All right, Garfield. Lasagna. Well, I just got it out of the frozen section. I'm going to pop it in the that's oven. That's not lasagna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. So you're having Stouffer's? It's good. Yes, it's so baby. good. No, it's not. It is. No, no, it's not. Stouffer's lasagna? It's I mean, it's okay. For a frozen lasagna, it's excellent. For a frozen lasagna, it's For a frozen good. lasagna, it's excellent. And there are a lot homemade of frozen lasagna, lasagna and that we is probably. We need to get Leslie to make some homemade lasagna. I know. I can't. I am not a lasagna maker. Here's how I'm a I've made it a couple of times, and it's a pain. It <laughs> is. It's a mess. It, it's 
It takes a long time. Now, I can it make does. meatballs, but I can't. Lasagna just, oh, no. Nothing Olive better Garden. than homemade lasagna, though. I know. Olive Garden got a failing grade. I don't know if you saw that. The restaurant <laughs> did, but not the food. They did? Yeah. Uh-oh. That's right, I, I shed a <laughs> tear, man. That's, that's that your go-to place for Italian food? Uh, Go-to, I don't know, but that's like. That's like the Ritz Carlton for public school kids like me. So. <laughs> public school kids. Yeah. No, homemade lasagna is good. Olive Garden. You know, I just if you're gonna eat Italian food, it needs to be an authentic Italian chef. I mean, I don't like the chains, honestly. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have okay. a vowel. I mean, like if we were in New York it, City, we maybe could we can get a suggestion on an authentic Italian recipe? place to get lasagna around here. I don't know one around here. Leslie's Kitchen. Ferris. <laughs> Ferris is one of the best Italian restaurants in the state. Really? It's pretty good. Yeah. I had that for it's dinner amazing. last night, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't I have the have lasagna. I didn't have the lasagna. but I've been here for 13 There's years, some... and I've never been there. Have you been there? No. Didn't even, I don't even know who it is, where it is. It's on Valley Mills. We need to go. Road trip. Oh. Yeah, all right. Road trip. This you is, guys handle this. We're going to go Scott, eat lunch. It's a <laughs> favorite, by the way. Just call us. There's some, there's some surprisingly good Italian places here in Wilson. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. Luigi's and even some is good. If you slightly high end stuff, like no free ads, but like if you've been to De Camp Lee's or like that's um, more authentic style Italian. Um, Moroso has a good, I think, best pasta, but a lot of people like their brick oven pizza there. There's some good, there's some good Italian places. There's a new How one that? that's downtown. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Sorry, guys. Left you out of this. But some good, good Italian places uh-huh. here. We need to check them out. Ferris we is like a homey. A, like we need to have a yeah. show meeting at some of these places. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. That's what we need to do. <laughs> Maybe a remote <laughs> lunchtime hour. Oh, that'd be Speaking great. of, I'm working on something. So. Oh, nice. okay. Whoa. Very nice. Sorry, sorry. And it involves pizza. Oh, so. great. Stay tuned. Oh, maybe you don't want my thoughts on pizza locally then. All right. Coming up next, we'll visit with Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. Let's get a checkup on the Rangers and their off season because. I I haven't seen a whole lot of moves, but there's been some subtle moves for the Rangers. We'll talk to Jeff Wilson next in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play this Wednesday, headed to Kansas to take on the Jayhawks. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30, tip-off Wednesday. Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. At UBO Business Services, we recognize that on-prem print servers cost an organization $1,800 to $3,600 annually. With UBO, we are the only dealer in the country that can take print driver deployment, offer secure cloud printing, offer follow me print, scan to myself, and cloud as well as X-Media's faxing all to the cloud. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. 
First Central Credit Union free reward checking earns 5% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money too. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower, and it's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. APY's annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Everything we do, we do for you. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Don't miss the all-new Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Hundreds of tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection, they have what you're looking for. Visit their website, BeltonGunShow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at lafiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas on this Manic Monday. Joining us now, as promised, Jeff Wilson from Rangers Today. Jeff, Happy New Year. How are you? I'm um, good. Happy New Year to you. Uh, happy New Year to you and uh, all, the, all the fine people listening. Jeff, the Rangers, there's been some moves in the offseason. There's been excitement as we get to 2024 with the Rangers making their annual caravan. I think it's going to be very, very exciting with player appearances and things like that. But for the Rangers, what is the one thing that you look at with this team, World Series champions, that they have to get done in the offseason? Uh, they need to sign another starting pitcher, uh, you know, one, one who is actually healthy and able to pitch on opening day. Which, <laughs> you know, the, uh, you know Tyler, Tyler uh, Malley seems like he's going to be a, a nice addition once he's healthy from Tommy John's surgery. But uh, the Scherzer injuries kind of put uh, put the Rangers in a little bit of an innings deficit. You know, and a lot of times teams will 
suffer these during the season. The Rangers are just going to have theirs at the start of the year. But, um, you know, as long as Jordan Montgomery's out there, I still think the Rangers are in it. I think I think his market is shrinking um, just based on some of the transactions uh, over the weekend and, and the past couple weeks. I, I you know, I, I know Scott Boris takes his time with these things and trying to, to, to leverage uh, probably Snell and – and, uh, and and Montgomery, but um, I just think that the longer the Rangers, <clears throat> the longer the Montgomery's free, the, the better the Rangers' chances are at, at signing them. And in terms of that, uh, how long with him being on the market does it open up different contract uh, possibilities for the Rangers? Obviously, with him being a Boris guy, and what we heard from rumor from day one is you know five or six year deal for someone like Montgomery, and obviously his his market shrinks there the longer he stays out there, like you said. But does that open up for a kind of Scherzer-type contract of a two, a one or two-year at some lucrative AAV for him? Yeah, you know, I, it, it just it just depends on you know the the, the market has, has been knocked out of whack. I think I think that that you know the Otani money is the Otani money. I think it's I think it was ridiculous. I think Yamamoto's getting paid too much. You know, and, and so what, what's the next best deal out there, or biggest deal? Probably Aaron Nola. Well, is, is Jordan Montgomery a better pitcher than Aaron Nola? Well, that, Scott Boris will tell you that yes, and even some of the numbers will tell you that too. So is Aaron Nola is making $24-25 million a year, I think, on this new deal, like seven years, $172 million. <laughs> I, I just don't know that, that Jordan Montgomery is, is that good of a pitcher, if, if that's the right money for him. Now a short, a shorter year, a shorter term deal, you know, I don't know that it benefits him. <laughs> it, it, it might benefit the club, but you know, four and a hundred even seems high. I, but but that 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 probably wouldn't get it done. You know, it, it's 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 hard to to gauge just based on the contracts that are out there. But you know, he made ten million last year. Does he deserve a hundred and fifty percent raise? <laughs> I don't know. Well, the market will dictate that, but uh, I don't think he would sign a short-term deal. But, but again, if this goes into spring training, then, then maybe that changes. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And does the barbecue offer put him over the top? Boy, it, it put me – I'd, I'd sign, <laughs> sign right away, man. That, that's a, that place is good. It's near the ballpark. They have one in the ballpark. Uh, and then – I would I would I would probably be gaining a lot of weight if I were if I were to <laughs> sign a contract with them. Where are we on the status of being able to get you mentioned the injuries and the Tommy Johns and everything that that three or four of, of the Rangers are dealing with? Is there one of those that is going to come out and be a legitimate piece to this puzzle coming next season? Well, you you know with Tommy John these days, these guys always seem to come back throwing harder and all that stuff. I, the, the, the one issue is, is command, you know, are they able to control and command both? Are they able to put the pitches where they want them? Are they able to throw a lot of strikes? And uh, Jacob DeGrom was a premium, is a premium strike thrower. And he has been throughout his career. Uh, he, he, you know, it, it, I would be shocked if, 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 if he has significant issues on, in, in that, category I, I think that he has a chance to be you know all these guys like guys you would p- pick up at the trade deadline guys you didn't have the first half and then oh all of a sudden you have these guys that help you down the stretch 
you know, you, you you're a little concerned, I think, about <clears throat> about Scherzer's back. Um, you know, pitchers <laughs> they bend over a lot. You know, at the mm-hmm. waist, it's a power movement. And and I mean, you know, if you've ever hurt your back, you know that everything you do hurts. Uh, when you you know ever move your leg and it hurts, move your arm and it hurts. So um, that's that's the one that's that's a little bit of concern for me. You know, once you herniate a disc, it never re- it never like recovers fully. It, it's always damaged. So um, if he, if he you know you got to take it easy those first couple months. I, I know this speaking from experience, um, but hopefully um, it, it's not a factor. He's tough. You know, gritty knows his body. Uh, but of, of those three, I, I, I really think Degrom could be a, a, a to answer your question, a weapon there there down the stretch. And still looking at the pitching, but towards the bullpen, you know, the rumors are that the the Rangers are the team to beat in terms of the Josh Hader sweepstakes and how desperate they are to get a real top end closer. Is it as dire as the national media wants you to think, or do you think having a great button pusher like Bruce Bochy changes things like that with the way he was able to work with this bullpen in the postseason. Well, that's just it. I mean, you know, you look at the bullpen and you're like, or the, the postseason, you're like, hey, Jose Leclerc was pretty good. Josh Spores was fantastic, you know, and then, and, and they have signed Kirby Yates, who's a nice veteran, um, a guy who saved 41 games not that long ago. I think that, that Daniel Robertson would be a good signing for him, an older guy, a veteran guy. Uh, pitches in his whole career is pitched in leverage situations. I, I don't, I don't see the hater thing. I, 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 I look back at club history. Um, they've never, they've, they signed Joe Nathan who was coming off of Tommy John surgery. That's like the big reliever signing of the last 15 years. Let's say, I know that John Daniels is no longer calling the shots, but uh, a lot of the guys who are in his front office are still there and they just don't see a ton of value in that. And I don't know that they want to give Josh Hader twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, I think it, the, the best. I think the best thing you do is to try to trade for you know Emmanuel Classe with, with Cleveland, who they traded, who the Rangers traded in the Corey Kluber trade. Affordable guy, you know he he he's locked up for a few more years. So I think that's the best move if they're going to go out and try to get a bonafide closer. Otherwise, you know it it could be relying on, on Bruce Bochy and Mike Maddox to find the right guy. Yeah, and sorry to almost cut you off there, but you, you started bringing up the money figures. And to you, is it just insane? I know the last three outs or five outs are the most important for sure, but uh, can you? is this dollar amount insane for someone to bring in as a closer for Josh? the money that Josh Hader's looking at? Yeah, well, you know, what Edwin Diaz is the current highest paid closer, and I don't know if you can attribute all the Mets problems last year to him not being available, but they didn't have him last year. They didn't have Daniel Robertson. There were a lot of other Mets issues, but um, you know, it, it, it's interesting that when you, when you look at Bruce Bochy's managerial history, he had uh, in San Diego, he had Trevor Hoffman, who was his closer for years and years and years, never had to worry about the ninth inning. Then then in San Francisco, he had Brian Wilson at times, but he fizzled out. He had uh, Sergio Romo, but a lot of times he was just finding guys. So I think that you can get three outs. I mean, Sean Tolleson, who I love, uh, saved, what, 35 games for the Rangers in one year. Sam Dyson saved 38. Where are they? They're out of, they're out of the game. You know, I think hopefully Dyson's in prison for what he did to his girlfriend. Uh, 
Sean Tolleson's a good guy living up here in the area, but, you know, closers come and go, but you can find guys to get the last out. Now, Hader's just, you know, a unique guy. He's left-handed. He throws hard. He's not that far removed from having a bad season. There's also times where he was used for two innings, and he he didn't always pitch on, on back-to-back days, let's say. So he, he's a kind of a – he's kind of an enigma, but he is good. He is really, really good, but I don't know that – um, the Rangers will, will, will go there on on, uh, on a closer. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And Jeff, how much do things change for the Rangers coming into spring training with the expectations being so much different for the Texas Rangers? Because going into last year, well, you know, maybe maybe this team can win 80, 90 games. Maybe this team can, you know, look at, maybe squeaking into the postseason. Now this team goes to training camp as the World Series champions. How much does that change the expectations? Uh, I don't know that it changes them a lot. You know, I think that they'll uh, – um, they, they they maybe it reinforces what they thought last spring, that, hey, this, this team's pretty good. We got a chance. Uh, I think it helps younger guys who made it through their first full season like – Josh Young, I know he was hurt at one point, but um, you know he contributed in the postseason significantly. Leody Tavares, who who didn't get sent down for the first time, uh, you know you, you saw Evan Carter on the the biggest stage of baseball in what amounted to his second month, the second month of his, his MLB career. So these guys should have some confidence. Uh, they should they should understand too how to win, what it takes to win uh, a tight tight game. Um, you know, there's there's no bigger stage, no no more pressurized moments than than what the Rangers face in the postseason, and I think it'll help the young guys a lot. Um, you know, Josh Spores even, so and Jose Leclerc even. You know, you know guys who might have had their confidence rattled during the season to 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 see it all work out in the end. I mean, base, you know, a baseball season's so long. You know, you <laughs> you can have stretches where where you're the the best team in the in the majors and. and Turn around, and a month later, you you look like you're the worst team. But it all works out in the end, and I think that there's some lessons there for the Rangers that will help them help them you know reinforce why they think they're good. And looking back, going into last season, I think there was some curved expectations, even with the big money signings, that they might be able to get into the postseason because you had, of course, Houston and Seattle looked like they were going to be two of the best teams in the American League, and Maybe this would be the year Anaheim figures it all out. Well, fast forward a year, no more Otani. Obviously, Oakland, Vegas, whatever, is a complete mess. Um, the, the Astros are still pretty darn good, but they have had some, some big names here on the trading block, and Robbie Ray just gets dealt. So what is happening with the rest of the division that would change the outlook for Rangers fans and hopefully maybe a, an easier regular season, knock on wood? Well, I mean, you bring up a lot of good points there. I mean, the A's are going to be terrible. The, the Angels, uh, you know, God love Ron Washington. He's got his hands full. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and and they're just perennially dis- disappointing. Um, but, you know, the the surprise is what the Mariners have, have done. They, they and, you know, everybody talks about the Rangers TV contract woes. Well, the, the, Mar- the Mariners have their own. They took over their TV rights, uh, and, and now the cable provider – uh, or, or whoever you know, the main their main provider, their main source of income has 
taking it off the free tier and is charging like $18 extra for people to get, to get Mariners baseball. So um, if you ever been to Seattle, you know how expensive it is. So that's, <laughs> that's yeah. not insignificant. So maybe that's why they didn't resign to Oscar Hernandez, why they traded Robbie Ray, why they never even sniffed Otani, you know, and then, so they might have some, some money woes. They have good young pitching. They still have Julio Rodriguez. They, they did trade uh, Suarez which is another surprising move. So they're not on paper as good as they were last year. Uh, the, the Astros just haven't done a lot, you know, and, and so I, 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 I would not say that they're not good because they're, it's going to be them and the Rangers, I would think in the West, but um, the division is not as strong as it was last year. Jeff Wilson with us Rangers today here in the press box on ESPN central Texas. And looking at the outfield, who is the outfield pretty much set after what we saw in the World Series? Uh, I I think it is. Um, the, the exception would be if Wyatt Langford goes to spring training and hits 600 with 15 home runs. I, I You know, if he has a, a massive, massive spring and, and convinces the Rangers that, that he can handle playing in the majors, um, I think that that you would see a lot more Evan Carter in center mm-hmm. uh, a lot, than, than Leody Tavares, but you know, I, I still think that Evan Carter is going to struggle at some point. You know, he's going to run into run into things that that he's never seen. Teams are going to figure out a hole in his swing. He still doesn't hit left-handed pitching real well, so I think that there's some uh, some not avenues for for him to be a disappointment but there's definitely areas where he can is going to struggle needs to be better so if if Langford were to make the team or if he gets called up early you could see left field and center field kind of being a a you know three guys playing two positions still getting a lot of at bats each week maybe not everyday play but um, pretty steady play and then there's the DH spot which is which is vacant so you know, technically, you could use it for for a fourth outfielder. Though you you really don't want to DH your your young guys. You want them to be in the game, part of the game, uh, on the field, doing defensive stuff. And um, but <laughs> there are some at bats that can go around. But uh, Langford's kind of the wild card, I think. If if he's if he's really really good in spring training, um, if he doesn't make the team and goes to AAA and tears it up for for a month or six weeks, then then you could see some shuffling in the in the outfield, but uh, left to right, Carter, Tavares, and Garcia, as it was in the postseason, uh, looks it looks pretty formidable. And looking at another prospect, uh, Jack Leiter, a guy who spends a lot of his season in in Double A Frisco last year, still some problems with the command. What is kind of the expectation for him this year? You know, I know it's a lot to think that he's going to be up at the big club on September first when the rosters expand, but. What is kind of the expectation for him as he goes into age twenty four season? You know, with the with the pitching injuries early, the Scherzer, Malley, and Degrom, all all those guys in the minors are are a phone call away. I mean, they're you know, if 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 a starter were to be injured, or you know, at some point the Rangers have to dip down there and get get somebody. And you know, Owen White's on the forty man roster, so you you think that he's the guy. Uh, maybe I mean Cole wins on the 40-man roster, and he had a nice winner. But you've you've seen what he's done the last couple of years. So then there's Leiter, and and <clears throat> Leiter finished up really well. You know, there's no question about that. Once once they got him off his little break 
uh, when he was, you know, I don't know, revamping or whatever he was doing. Um, and then he went to AAA for for the last start. Was okay, not great, but uh, he felt really, really good and was had a really good feeling going into the the, the off season. And and that that might be that might be part of the battle with him. I, I'm not sure. You know, he 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 grew up in the game. He thought he had it figured out, and he didn't. He got humbled, and so um, I think he's a guy that he doesn't need to debut in 24, but I kind of think he will. You know, if, just depending on what the Rangers do again with the starters early um, injuries, if, if he's good and if he can give him like multiple innings out of the bullpen, there, there's a lot of possibilities, a lot of avenues for him to get to the major league this this season. But he's got to he's got to be good. He's got to produce, and 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 he's got to he's got to earn it. Jeff, is there a better and, and look? I know they just won the World Series, but realistically, is there a better tandem? in Major League Baseball than Mike Maddox and Bruce Bochy? <laughs> They're pretty good. You know, I mean, I, you kind of, you kind of look around the league and, you know, you, you have, you have coaches who have spun off from the analytics crowd, you know, I think driveline up there in Seattle has produced some coaches, some college coaches have, have, have gone from, from the colleges to the majors. It's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic at pitching coach right now but it's hard to it's hard to beat two veteran guys you know and and you look at the teams who who've done well here of late and it's 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 not these necessarily new age tampa bay exceptions these new 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 age new thinking kind of guys it's the guys who dusty baker you know dusty baker veteran manager what what is he he's done a lot of good dave roberts i would you know and i know dave gets a lot of help from the front office but He's still the one who calls the shots and, and decides on, on when to go get a guy. So I, I think that that the Bochy Maddox thing was a, a very terrific stroke of good fortune for the Rangers. And as long as they want to keep doing it, I think that the Rangers need to hold on to them. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, tell them how they can find Rangers Today. Pretty easy. Rangerstoday.com. Um $60 for a year, which is a, less than any other one uh, outlet out there. And, and um, it's, it's good stuff. You know, we, we can talk about the minor leagues. We talk about the big league club. We're, we're going to be at spring training. We were, at, we were there throughout the postseason. So um, if, you, if you're a Rangers fan and you want to follow the team and you don't, don't have a ton of money but you have some, Rangers today is your place. There he is, Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today. Go get it. It is absolutely worth every cent, and you will enjoy keeping up with your team with Rangers Today. Jeff, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the week. We'll talk to you soon, man. Okay, fellas. Appreciate you. There he goes, Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us here in the press box. Coming up next, he's back. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Prescott's back to throw, looking right. Only heard. Throws it in the end zone, caught for a touchdown in the back of the end zone. All season. By C.D. Lamb. Sunday afternoon, it's playoff football with your Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Packers. Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. 
It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine, open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House lender spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. 
Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie. Ta-da! <laughs> You've been funny. waiting all weekend to I say know, that. just yeah. ta-da! Practicing in the mirror, no doubt. <laughs> like, okay, here I am. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so get this. this right. I'm going to tell you all something, but this has nothing to do with anything that I'm going to talk about today. But did you know that today is National Bubble Bath Day? Did not. Do know now. Supposed to take a bubble bath. Nope. And it's National. Why would you want to take a bubble bath? Ah, look at this weather. Just fine. Here's the deal. I don't take baths really unless I shower first. What? Yeah, I don't want to sit in my dark. I mean, I don't take baths because I don't want to sit there and swirl around my own filth. I take, yeah, take a shower. Is it supposed to be before or after? You take a bath after you shower. You don't want to sit What's in your the dirtiness. What's the? I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess. I would rather just get in a hot tub. A hot tub. That is. The, yeah, but always ideal. A big. Yeah, but if you don't have a hot tub. Hot tubs are like big disease frappuccinos. <laughs> well, yeah, but it feels it's open, good. Not yeah. if it's have yours. You I love that. I love my hot tub. Yeah, if I had my own, it'd be different. Yeah, but I mean, I, you won't see me in a hot the tub. Apartment complex. <laughs> like at Waterworld or something. I I used one in an Airbnb a week and a half ago. (laughs) (laughs) Is there such a thing as, that's a movie, isn't it? Yes, but if they had one, like Hawaiian Falls, I know. Okay, well, that's not Okay, if they had a hot tub, you went, I don't even go to Hawaiian Falls. Too many kids pee in the water. Well, that's kind of what it's for is kids anyway. It's literally for kids to go to the bathroom. If if you're hanging (laughs) out at Hawaiian Falls, we got a problem. Well, there's a lazy river, but it's not really a river. Really? It's just gross. Uh, Sounds like we're going to be doing a show there in June. No, we're not. <laughs> That's right. You two can. <laughs> uh, okay, so it was announced. Right, National Hot t- uh, ba- bubble, bubble Bath. Bubble Bath. Yeah. So uh-huh. go take a bubble bath Go today. take a bubble bath. And it's also National. Jim Nash takes bubble baths every night. <laughs> he might. Well, uh, so Snoop Dogg will be at the Paris, okay. France. Or, yeah, is it Paris, France? Yeah, Paris. Paris is in France. Yep. Yes. Olympics. <laughs> is it Paris, I, France? It's, I've had two rock stars <laughs> Okay, already, well, you're so cut I'm off. I'm not sure. <laughs> you're cut off. So you're like two sentences ahead of what you're actually saying. I think so. Yeah. Like, my mouth is moving, but I think I'm ahead. Were you asking if it was in France or if that's where the no, Olympics No, that's were? where the Olympics is. Okay. Yes, well, well, that's where yes the Olympics are going to yeah, be. Yes, so Snoop Dogg will be joining the NBS team to give his take on some of the events. Which NBC? I think it's kind of funny. Yes, NBC. I think it's kind of funny because he's high all the time. Well, so did you did you read up on Snoop Dogg? What? He stopped smoking. Who said? He was Snoop Dogg did. The, the dog himself, if you will. Well, good for him. Then that means he's probably not going to Martha Stewart's house either anymore. That's yeah, what if he remembers who it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. Anyways, I just anyway. want to throw that out there that he's going to be joining NBC. Oh, but, getting in there. you know, we're ta- it's football, and I'm getting kind of sad because it's football starting to end, and mm-hmm. it's my favorite time of year. Well, you know how I like to keep you guys updated on events right. and what's going on. So Super Bowl 2024, as you know, is in Vegas. What? Yeah. And I predict that Vegas, France. the Ravens and the 49ers will be there, but that's what I think. 
Wow, the two top seeds. Well, way to go out, big, of, way to go out on a limb there, Steph. Maybe the Cowboys, but I really think it's going to be them. However, however, you never know what's going to happen. Well, so, you still have a chance to get on a plane and go to Vegas for the Super Bowl. There are still tickets left. Of course, you're going to pay thousands of dollars. So, just empty out your savings account. But you, if you can't go to the Super Bowl, you could go to the parties. And are you ready for this? We'll just call Q. That's true. We could call Q. Maybe he can get us into this party. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. So most of these parties around Super Bowl weekend are So really we're not talking about the Olympics anymore? No, I just threw that out there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was really confused. Here, let me have this. No, I told you that this has nothing to do with anything. I was just letting y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, okay, so most of these parties are really for celebrities all the NFL players that didn't right. make it, da 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 models. Okay. Well, they now have tickets. If you go to uh, fanhospitality.com, you can buy tickets. And the first party that everybody's looking forward to is on Saturday night, February 10th at 10 p.m., and it's the Maxim party. Okay. okay. Now, that's a magazine, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Now, the entertainment is not yet determined, but it'll be at the result resort. Let me say that word. Resort World Vegas, I guess hotel. Um, and here's the deal: they do have they have some tables available. Um, you could get like on the floor, and you would get if you bought a table. Of course, tickets to enter the event. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. You get twenty people at your table. Okay. Twenty. Twenty people at your table. Okay. Ten bottles of. I don't any- know twenty people that I'd want to hang yeah, out with. I don't know. That's that's a. Tough I don't one. either. I mean, I'd hang out with that's you guys and one. Scott, but that's probably about it. <laughs> I mean, I'll maybe, wrangle up some maybe, other people. From maybe the like here. maybe Jim Nash from sh- our sister station yeah. Shooter and our and the guys over at one hundred seven point three the beat our sister station. Okay. Okay, that right. would be my twenty people. I'd be done. Okay. Okay. Anyways, twenty people at a table. You get ten bottles of whatever the sponsored liquor is, which are premiums. You we, got, we don't know who the sponsor is? It's like, uh, no, I don't know who the but sponsor is. But it's going to be good. It's got, yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be good. I mean. Famous last words, right? Yeah. <laughs> like all the different liquors, like your tequilas. Um, I know that Jameson is one. Okay. Uh, so things like that. Right. Okay. So you also get a bottle of champagne. You get their premium bottle of tequila. Uh, any non-alcoholic beverages. You get waitress service. VIP bathrooms. VIP, your own VIP security. And your own entry into the event. So every table gets an individual security guard. Every table at the event gets their own bathroom. Not every table. Well, you're just saying. I said said a table on the floor you can purchase. Hang on, listen. All right. All right, this table on the floor. Oh, there's only one of them available. There's four available on the floor. Okay, now you're making sense. Okay. The cost is $45,000. How much? $45,000. Out. Is that it? Uh-huh. Now you can, but purchase. it's like two. It's like twenty three hundred if you split it amongst twenty people, right? Or you could buy an individual ticket, not at that table, but so they have a floor and then they have side tables that are like I guess up on a what do you call it, like a platform? Okay. Okay. General admission alone to this event, you don't get the VIP security and all that is five thousand dollars for one person. Nope. I mean, if you can drink enough free drinks to make it worth it. <laughs> That's a lot of free drinks. That's a lot Five of grand. alcohol. I mean, or eat, but you know, unless you just drink soda or ice. It also or depends on. No, it doesn't. It doesn't really. But it ten it beers would, and it a would, picture with Barry Sanders. It would, yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> enough. 
it would kind of have to depend on who the entertainment is. Exactly, yeah, and they that's, ha- that's the thing. That. They have not announced. Uh huh. They have not announced who the entertainment is yet. So as soon as I know, I will let you guys yeah, know. Yeah, because if if you're gonna go and it's you know karaoke, yeah. it's not worth five grand. I don't know. Now is NBC doing the game? Could it be Snoop Dogg? I don't think. I don't think. I don't think busy. it's NBC this year. Well. No, it's no. uh isn't it channel uh it's it CBS, CBS this year. CBS. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so now if you can't make that, Shaquille O'Neal has Shaq's funhouse you can go to. Already sounds it, better. Yeah. And that's on Friday night, February 9th. They still haven't announced where it'll be at because I guess so many people want to go to Getting kind of close. There's just a hole in each one of these parties. <laughs> you know, but they will let you know. We don't know, know where it's gonna be, but you can come join us. <laughs> but it's kinda cool because it'll have music. Again, okay. yeah. Uh, again, they're uh, Diplo? they haven't announced it. Diplo, Diplo. Who? I don't. Is that her name? Diplo? Yeah, sure. I don't know. I, I don't I know. Do, I know. So I, I know how it's some hip hop artists like will yeah. be there. Uh, uh, but last yeah. year, uh, they had Snoop Dogg, so I don't know if he's available this year. But they will let us know who's going to be there. But it's music and a carnival, so they he'll have rides and all that. Um, and of course, you know, there's VIP and tickets are very, very expensive. Diplo is a DJ. Oh, okay. Better be some darn good fried dough. <laughs> it be an expensive party with carnies. Uh-huh. And then returning again. They better win that ring toss. <laughs> right. And then returning again, you've got Gronk's Beach Party. And that is to be there's determined. Not a, the there's beach. not a beach mm. in Vegas. You know what? There's not, but he's probably going to go to like. Um, the win or something and have it an outdoor pool party. Think about oh, it. Oh, okay. That's probably what if he's there's a place, do. I will say, if there's a place they can make a beach, Vegas I, might just do it. Well, it is a desert, and they have sand. Yeah. You'd have to do it outside. <laughs> what? <laughs> How much sand have you seen in Vegas? Well, outside somewhere, right? Well, yeah, if you go on the Like, you have to go out. Yeah, like, I remember one time when I was in college, we skipped class and drove from L.A. to Vegas, mm-hmm. and I think I saw some cactuses and sand. Well, yeah, until you got into Vegas, you Well, did. yeah, and then all you see is, like, you know, it's kind of, like, mountainy. If I remember How far right. drive is that? It's a long time. Like five, six hours? It's about six hours from L.A. <laughs> it's a long drive. It's a long drive, but anyways. So, I don't know. He'll probably do it at the wind or something like that, but um, tickets are still available for that. Entertainment mm-hmm. has not been announced. Shocking. I know. I, probably they're waiting. What are, are they, what are the they waiting for on all these parties? They haven't even announced if it's a party. Why yet. would anybody buy a ticket to any of these parties if you don't know who the entertainment's going to be? They're probably, it's the thrill of anticipation. Maybe because they want to see how many tickets five grand are selling. Down, not knowing who's going to be there. But think of all the Papa John's that'll be at Shaq's party. Yeah, you get some <laughs> good pizza. I don't know if you thought about that. You get some yes. good pizza. There'll yes. be uh, lots of celebrities there, like the general and uh, yes, the general. I hadn't thought of that. The other maybe hundred, little penny. Yeah, yeah. The other hundred products he endorses. True. All the icy hot like people. people. Yeah. The icy hot four. But think about it though. Some of these parties, okay. Uh, I think you ought to call Shaq and get him on the show, and let's find out who is surprise. Who's entertainment yeah, we he can needs help to announce him it advertise this. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, let me just call him. He up. lives in Dallas. Part time. He also mm. has a beach in Miami. Mm-hmm. Is he still dodging something? He was like no, last year in the cleared. playoffs. Okay. He got cleared. But he was like dodging paper, like getting served on the TNT set. So I'm glad to hear it's gotten better for him. Yeah. He I can have a party and yeah. not have I to don't worry know. about that. I could see that they're trying to figure out, you know. If, if I was going to go to one of these parties, I would probably pick Shaq's. 
I would too. I can have fun, man. There's going to be celebrities there. There's oh, going to yeah. be that'll ties. Be, that'll be the yeah. best party. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I would go to that. Actually, I'd go to Personally, that one. Though. I wouldn't go to Gronk's. Gronk. There'd be too many mm. biceps there. I just wouldn't. Gronk's? Gronk and throw a party. That would be no, amazing I, probably, if you go on, If you go look at his past parties, because he had one last year or two, mm-hmm. uh-huh. it's crazy nuts. Oh. Crazy nuts. But I could see that Shaq would, you know, if the Chiefs don't go to the Super Bowl, that the Swifties will be there. Maybe Taylor Swift will sing or something, and Travis Kelsey will be there. Maybe. Maybe she'll sing if they are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, how about that? Right. Well. Do you want to hang out with Travis Kelsey either way or just? No. See, I'd rather hang out matter. with his brother. Matter. I'd rather okay. hang out with. Now, let's let's unpack that. Well, because Why? I like his podcast. Okay. There's no wrong answer. I'm just curious. No, I just, because I don't think he's as arrogant. Oh, okay. I don't like arrogance. I had when I was up with my <laughs> girlfriend's family. Are you saying I'm arrogant? I didn't say a word. <laughs> you saying I'm arrogant. Am I arrogant? I'm not saying a word. I am not arrogant. I'm not I didn't say a word. Ward, why are you? I mean, winking? you're the one you're the one that brought you know, it up. You started laughing. <laughs> I, just, I, I I'm am having far, a good time. I am very humble, people. Very humble. When I was up with my girlfriend's family, we were talking Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, very topical, very new, right? Um, and she was just like, she, or, or, this is my girlfriend's sister, sorry, doesn't watch football at all, which is fine, okay? I can live with that. But when you start I saying, that. I just can't believe she's dating this loser. Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he plays football? What a loser. Like, yeah, he's probably like the second best player ever to play his position. <laughs> Two Super Bowl rings. First ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> but he does play football. What a loser. <laughs> you know what's so funny? How many people can sing? Oh, no. well, not, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not a lot of people can sing. Exactly. So Not a lot know. of people can play football. Well, you know, they also have the, that level. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they had the Golden Globes last night. and Oh, they did? They did during football, of course. And Taylor Swift was in the audience. And she was a presenter. Mm-hmm. Well, as you know, Travis Kelsey, I don't think he played yesterday, or Mahomes, did they? No. No, they didn't. Yeah, I was right. Um, but anyway, so one of the comedians came out. His name's Joe Coy. Um, he's really funny, and his one of his liners was, uh, you know, something about we have to, we're going to get more camera views now that Taylor Swift isn't at a Kansas City game. And he was making fun of her. And she, the camera went on her, and she just basically just, she didn't smile. Oh, she just drank her drink. Who cares? I'm like, what who a cares? Loser. I know who cares. But believe it or not, I mean, there are a lot of who cares? 20 She can't take 30- a joke. Like, it wasn't even a just bad insane. joke. I can't like, take a joke. There you go. That's why you're a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> you're saying it's bad when I can't take a joke? Ta- it's just I'm dumb. not a Taylor Swift He fan. made an innocuous joke about her, and she got mad. That's how Protected in her bubble, she is. Well, I don't know if she got mad. She just oh come on. She did. You saw the look on her face. How dare someone insult the great Taylor Swift? First off, first off, I am not a Taylor Swift fan. I could care less. I agree with Aaron here. Coming up next, we'll talk college (laughs) basketball here on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. To me, it was kind of a rude awakening for the ponies. Paid their way to be with the big boys in a Power 5 conference. I don't think we should read too much into these bowl games, but if you're going to 
complain that you should be in a New Year's Six Bowl, you better go handle a 6-6 six and six ACC team. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at centexsportsfan.com. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Everything we do, we do for you. First Central Credit Union free reward checking earns 5% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money too. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower, and it's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. APY's annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Everything we do, we do for you. Chronic pain can be very bossy. What do I mean? It tells you what you can or can't do. Sometimes it even has the audacity to keep you from working. I missed almost three weeks of work, and I was no longer able to play tennis. The pain was really debilitating sometimes. I missed Thanksgivings. Abby was ready to put the bossy bad back in her past. And that's when she discovered QC Kinetics and their non-surgical treatments for pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine with tens of thousands of satisfied patients, people who have experienced real lasting relief without drugs and without surgery. It has just been the most life-changing, amazing experience. Not only life-changing, but career-saving. I get to continue to do the career that I love. I'm playing tennis again. Stop letting that joint pain boss you around. Start with a free consultation at QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 
The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Speaking of shootaround, Saturday in the Big 12, TCU gave Kansas everything they wanted oh, on Saturday. Oh, How about oh, that? 83-81. to 81. Uh, And ooh, got robbed at the end there. Ward. Yes. Got absolutely robbed with that flagrant foul call, which was, I guess, technically by – it's still subjective, but by lay of the law, I guess it is a flagrant foul, but so stupid – no intention at all. Classic Fog Allen whistle yeah. at the end of the game. This has been happening my entire life, and I'm old, and I'm just sick of it. It makes me not want to watch college basketball. I'm I'm going to obviously if I'm going to watch the, uh, every Baylor game, but it's you just been wonder, this way forever, and nothing team. ever changes. Yep. You know, if there's a close game in Fog Allen, that that they're going to get a late call to help them win or give them a better chance to win. Yeah. That, and you just Ridiculous. wonder, it is like that poem. Uh, first they came for, what is it? First they <laughs> came, for, and then they when they came for me, there wasn't anyone else to stand up to. If we don't stand up for TCU getting absolutely hosed, there's going to be no one standing up for us because it will happen to every one of you, Big 12. Oh, that's just stunk. And it could have been TCU's second straight win at the Fog. And we talked to Stephen Simcox the other day. How huge would that have been right. for them? For a team that's that's reeling a little bit before even hitting into the conference schedule, still have not hit their stride. Oh, yeah, you just you hate to see that. But Kansas did get leapfrogged. They we just announced that at the start of our show what the new top ten is mm-hmm. or new top twenty five, I should say. And Houston leapfrogs them at number two, so Big Twelve still. Yeah, and speaking of Houston, they get the big win over West Virginia. West Virginia is just reeling. Uh, I mean, they're 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 trying to find themselves after Huggy Bear is no longer with that program. And it's going to be interesting because it doesn't look like that home court is going to be in their favor anymore. Right now it's not. 89 to 55. They can only manage 55 on their home floor. That's not a good look. Uh, OU gets the win over Iowa State, 71 to 63. Cincinnati beat BYU, who will be in town tomorrow, 71 to 60. Texas Tech, how about the Red Raiders going into Austin and taking care of the Horns 78-67 to on Saturday, the last trip for the Red Raiders in Austin. Uh, I mean, Drake Toll talked to about this on Friday. He was like, y'all, I don't know if – he said, in fact, he doesn't think Texas is going to make the tournament. He thinks that's a real possibility. Uh, that seems a little bit far, but they are reeling right now for a team that was picked, I mean, just outside of that Kansas-Houston, like, dark horse to win the conference – they are in a they are in an absolute mess right now. And the Bears take overtime to Oklahoma State on their floor, seventy five to seventy. Big win for the Bears on Saturday. Big win. They gutted it out. It was a terrible three point shooting performance. It was two of sixteen, which you got to imagine that's not going to happen again. They they made enough plays down the stretch and gutted out a Big Twelve road victory. So I'll take it anywhere I can get it. They got a they got a good matchup tomorrow though with BYU. We'll talk about that coming up a, a little bit later on in the show. But coming up next, we'll hear from Sean McDermott. He is the play-by-play for the national championship tonight on ESPN Radio. He joins us next in the press box. 
Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears host the BYU Cougars in their Big 12 home opener Tuesday in Foster Pavilion. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 8 p.m. tip-off Tuesday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the all-new Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Hundreds of tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection, they have what you're looking for. Visit their website, BeltonGunShow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. Welcome back to the Press Box. One o'clock hour, talking national championship game coming tonight, and a very special guest on the phone line with us. He has called everything from World Series to Monday Night Football, my personal favorite national championships for men's lacrosse. He is also calling the game tonight for ESPN Radio. Mr. Sean McDonough. Sean, happy new year to you. And how's the scene down there in Houston? Well, uh, right now I'm just in my hotel room, so there's not much of a scene, although it is a little bit stormy outside. I don't know if the weather's there uh, the same in your part of Texas. But, you know, it's been a great buildup all week. I think everybody is super excited about the matchup and expecting a terrific game tonight. Sean, I know that they play on the field 
says that we have the best two teams in college football playing for the national championship. But in your mind, are the best two teams really on the field tonight for the national championship? I think so, you know, especially after watching Washington in person against uh, Texas in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, you know, I thought Texas might have had the most talented team that I saw all season long. You know, I know Georgia was number one for most of the year, but I didn't think they were as good, close to as good as the last two Georgia teams that won the national championship. And I didn't think Alabama was very good either. So, you know, relative to what they've been. So I do think these are the two best teams. And you, you mentioned it. You had the game last week, the Sugar Bowl with Texas and Washington. You and Greg McElroy were fawning at times over, and I think the rest of the nation was too, fawning over Michael Penix's play. Is is that one that you would rethink if you were a Heisman voter uh, with the performance that you saw from Michael Penix last week in the biggest game of his career? Uh, no, in all honesty. I mean, I think he played like the best player in the country that night, but you know, he was terrific the first half of the year. I think if they had the voting at the midway point of the season, he would have won it. I mean, he started the year with three straight 400-plus yard passing games. But then, you know, down the second half of the year, his play dropped off a lot. There are rumors that he had an injury, maybe a rib injury, that he suffered in the regular season game against Oregon, which was the first of their two kind of classic games against the Ducks. So, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, it was close. Obviously, he was a close second, but I'm a voter, and I voted for Jaden Daniels, and, you know, you, you don't get to go back and redo it a couple more <laughs> games uh, down the road. So he played like a Heisman Trophy winner that night for sure, and I think, uh, you know, he's obviously been as valuable to his team as anybody in the country. Sean, which offense has the advantage tonight going into this game, you think? I think Washington does just because, you know, they have the ability to make big plays in the passing game. They've added in the second half of the year, some big plays in the run as well, but you know, they have 73 pass plays of 20 yards or more, you know, and we saw them bombing the ball down the field with regularity really set the tone right out of the gate when they had a 77 yard pass play to Jalen Polk to set up the first touchdown of the game against Texas. So, you know, Michigan is much more of a grinded-out, you know, safe balance, get it down the field kind of methodically where Washington can score in a hurry. Now, that being said, Michigan has the best scoring defense in the country. Statistically, they're the second-best pass defense in the country. You know, I don't always pay a lot of attention to that because, you know, the Big Ten, five of the top ten teams in the country in pass defense or in the Big Ten. And I think part of that's because the Big Ten teams don't throw the ball very well. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not that hard to defend the pass. Yeah. So I think that'll be – I think we'll get a real sense of how good Michigan really is on defense tonight because uh, this is the most explosive offensive team in the country, in Washington particularly through the air. And kind of going in that same vein, you know, we obviously knew going into last week's game, Texas, the big physical defensive front, and and not the best pass rushers per se, but could really – clog up the middle and, and make an offensive line work. And through that, we saw a lot of Michael Penix's escapability. And in that same day, Michigan was getting after Jalen Milrow all day with the pass rush. Do you think that is something that is advantage Michigan tonight of collapsing the pocket that Washington had just had their way with uh, in the game last week? Yeah, I think it is one of the biggest questions of the game. You know, Alabama's offensive line was just not as good as it's been in recent years, and I think that's the biggest reason why they lost the game. I mean, Michigan had six sacks, and uh, some of that was with well-timed blitzes, but usually it was rushing five. You know, you mentioned it. You know, Texas had those great defensive tackles. Their their plan was to try to push 
the pocket back into Penix and throw him off the spot by collapsing the pocket from right in front of him. You know, it worked from time to time, but I think he only hit the ground once on a pass play all night long. He was not sacked in the game. Texas didn't sack him in the Alamo Bowl last year either. So, and that's a pretty good defensive front with, as you say, maybe the two best defensive tackles in the country. So I think that's really uh, maybe the whole game tonight. You know, Michigan's really good up front on defense. But, you know, I think, you know, they had six sacks in that game. Washington's given up 11 sacks the whole year. And, you know, part of it's the best offensive line in the country. They won the Joe Moore Award. Another part of it is Penix gets rid of the ball quickly and the coaches scheme it that way. And then I think the thing that stood out to me watching Penix in person in New Orleans was another part of their low sack total is he has a great feel for where the rush is and where he needs to go, even if it's a step or a half a step in one direction to, to get loose and find a lane and get the throw off. You know, he kind of reminds me, I hate to compare anybody to Tom Brady because Tom is the mm. GOAT, as you know, Cam, being yes. a proud son of Massachusetts. <laughs> but, but, the, uh, but, you know, but that was one of his great, I think, maybe underappreciated skills, talents, was uh, escaping the rush, and, and Penix is the same kind of guy. Sean, are we witnessing Harbaugh's last college football coaching job tonight? I would have to think so. I mean, especially if they win and even if they don't, I mean, if they win tonight, you know, you could say this is the best three year stretch in the history of Michigan football, right? I mean, they've won one national title since 1997. Uh, This will be the third straight year that they finish in the top three in the country. They've won three straight big 10 titles. They've beaten Ohio state three straight years. You know, I think you could say in a, one of the great football programs in the history of college football, this is the best three-year stretch they've had. So, you know, he went back to his alma mater. He restored them to national prominence. You know, there have been some pickups and strange things along the way. But, uh, you know, I think he's pretty interested in going back to the NFL, just given the recent history, right? Two years ago, he went down to, he went to Minnesota and chat, chatted with the Vikings. Last year, he was prominently mentioned for the Denver Broncos. You know, there are a number of rumors already about this year. I think the Los Angeles Chargers would make complete sense for him. You know, I think he would like to go someplace where you have a chance to win. You inherit the great quarterback in Herbert. Um, you know, win tonight and go back to the NFL and win a Super Bowl. Be a guy who won a college uh, national championship in a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, you might say he's the greatest coach of all time before it's all said and done. He's quirky, but if I'm an NFL team, uh, he has won huge everywhere he's been. And everywhere he went, they were down before he got there. University of San Diego, Stanford had one win mm-hmm. the year before he got there. They won 12, won the Orange Bowl this last year there. San Francisco was one of the worst teams in the NFL. He took him to the Super Bowl in his fourth year and obviously what he's done at Michigan. So he's a heck of a coach. I think he's a good person despite the quirkiness, and I've known him for over 30 years. So uh, I would have to guess that this is probably his last game, but you know who knows for sure. Sean, you have a prediction on the game tonight. You know, I keep going back and forth, and I'm not good at this. I, I thought Texas would win a close game last week, and they almost did. I mean, they were firing into the end zone on the last play of the game. I think this will be another close one. You know, if forced to pick, I would go with Washington just because, you know, I do think that offensive line is legit. I, I think the group of receivers is one of the best I've seen in my time doing college football on one team. And, uh, yeah, I think the defense has been opportunistic. Now, maybe, you know, Michigan's defense really is great, and I think that'll be 
that'll be the thing tonight. You know, it's strength against strength, Washington offense against Michigan defense, and I think whichever side wins that side, it's going to win the game. All right, Sean, two more rapid-fire ones from me before we let you off the hook here. One of your great all-time calls is in a Michigan game, and I think you might know which one I'm talking about. So kind of a prop bet question for you. Is anyone going to have trouble with the snap tonight? Whoa, he has trouble with the snap! <laughs> yeah. Yes! I, Michigan people, some, some of them kind of blame me. I always say, don't kill the messenger, right? What's yeah, the come on. <laughs> If it happened the other way, I would have been had the same reaction and the same call. You know, if it happened against Michigan State, so but, but the Michigan State people love me. You know, I walk through airports. <laughs> I had one guy uh, come up to me at an airport and say, "Listen to this," and he played like his voice messaging on his phone, and it had my call on it. <laughs> so, yeah, people remember that one. You know, maybe tonight I'll have a chance to. Uh, to even the score, you know, I, I think if Michigan has a dramatic moment, my voice cracks and they win a national championship, maybe all will be forgiven with me and the Wolverine fans. Hopefully so. And one, one last one real quick from me. Uh, you, you mentioned you are also a proud son of Massachusetts and most importantly from the South Shore. Uh, where do you think Bill Belichick ends up at this point next year? Or it should say training well, camp a great next question. year. You know, there's so many aspects to it you know, i doubt it'll be in new england I, I think it's a time for change for everybody now i don't think it'll be the chargers you know that name's been mentioned i don't think it'll be the redskins either i just saw they hired bob myers and rick spielman to help them with the search of their you know, reorganization and I, I just don't think you know when you're kind of starting over again i don't know if you just want to attach yourself you know i think belichick's obviously one of the greats of all time but uh, you're starting fresh with a 71 year old coach so uh, I really don't know. I mean, I, I, I have no idea. You know, I heard some speculation watching ESPN this morning. Maybe he doesn't get a chance anywhere, which I would find hard to believe given the resume. But uh, maybe Carolina, right? Oh, maybe. <laughs> that, owner is, uh, <laughs> that owner needs to make a positive uh, impact. And I think, I don't know if that marriage would last very long. I think they drive each other crazy, but you never know. Sean McDonough on the call tonight. You can hear it right here on ESPN Radio. Thank, Sean, thank you so much for your time and, and taking the time to talk with us today. Well, anything for you, Cameron. And uh, Ward, great talking to you, too. And we will talk again down the road. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Appreciate it. Have a great call. Thank you. The very best in the business, yeah, Sean can't McDonough. Wait, can't wait to yeah. hear him tonight. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it should be a lot of I fun. I love that he regretted the call. That was great. Just that was boom. great. He was there. <laughs> he knew exactly that's, which that's one. That's why he's the best. I mean, he's got like just an absolute ammo belt of great calls, and that's the one. Like my friends, I'll get texts sometimes from my friends, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Can you do the the call? Like, can you recreate the call for us?" So I just texted a bunch of them that he was going to be on the show. So <laughs> uh, that's a that's a funny one, and and Sean's a great guy, and. Uh, appreciate him coming on. This is going to be a fun one tonight, though, Ward. One, I, I think it is. One thing I didn't get to ask that, just from an outsider's perspective, or more of a fan's perspective, I guess, is, you know, we're obviously kind of all latching on to Washington to a little bit. They're kind of, they've been the darling team. But it is kind of refreshing that even as an undefeated team, it's not one or two teams in this game that have just mowed through everybody. Like, right. how many one-score games have... have has Washington been in this year? It really feels like a team of destiny kind of thing, the way TCU did last year, because for years before that, it was just Clemson, Alabama, two teams that hadn't 
you know, hadn't through been no tested. fault of their own, but hadn't really been tested because they were so good, right? And they just rolled through everybody. They were undefeated, or or even an Ohio State in there when Michigan wasn't up to up to snub, and the Big Ten wasn't that great uh, as much as they wouldn't like to admit it. It is nice to have a, a team at least that has been battle tested a little bit in Michigan and a a darling type of team with Washington in there too. Well, and the other thing about Michigan is what they've been able to overcome. I mean, their head coach suspended twice during the season, you know, and misses the first part of the season, misses the last part of the season, only gets to coach in the middle, and somehow they still find ways to win. And there's not a lot of teams out there that I think, honestly, could have survived that to get to a national championship game. Especially knowing what was on the horizon for them of, of like, you know, I think the Big Ten was overrated all year. But the top end of the Big Ten you, is inarguable. It's mm-hmm. two of the top three teams in the nation the whole season. And knowing that it was going to come down to that game, and actually one of the games he was suspended, the, the first or the second suspension first game was at Penn State. Right. And so you get this massive game, and you know it's all leading up to Ohio State, and they haven't beaten you in two years, and, and they're really chomping at the bit. To have that on the horizon the whole time and to keep the focus, it really is like a a testament to a, a culture at Michigan, uh, you know, the good and the bad, whether it's cheating or not, but you also have these kids that are focused the whole time, coaches that step up and step into head roles and win big games. Uh, this is two, these are two teams that absolutely feel like they deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not so much the case of TCU last year. It felt, you know, fluky. Not that that's a bad thing. They were there. No. They had a chance to win it all. They caught lightning um, in a bottle. Let's be honest. Right, right. And for all the one-score games, I don't think Washington is feeling that way. I think they're feeling we ran, we ran the table in what was a much better conference this year, top-end talent in the, in the Pac-12, and they absolutely deserve on the, to be on the same field as Michigan. This is going to be a fun one. I think it is. I really I do. I just can't see it being is a this, blowout. Is this a high-scoring game? 50, no. 56 and a half. Is the uh, over-under. I don't think it's that high. I don't think it's that high, but it's still entertaining. I just think I think the possessions are going to be more limited than that. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 think, Washington's, I think Washington is going to have, you know, they got the big playability like Sean was talking about we saw last week. But with Michigan being one of the best pass defenses in the nation, I don't know if they're going to be home run plays all over the field like they did against Texas. And so, that being said, they're still an efficient offense. I think it's just going to take longer for them to score. So, yeah, a, a 56 and a half, you said, that would be a, a 30 to 27 kind of somewhere, game. Somewhere in there, yeah. I would lean more towards a 24-21. Okay. Uh, that's just me. So, lower scoring than that, I guess. It'll be entertaining, though. I think it's a high-scoring game. I think so. I do. J.J. I McCarthy, really do. you believe in it. I do. I, I think that they get it done. Um, the other thing about Washington, like I really haven't I really haven't seen any reports on it. But remember, their running back has been. Yeah, I think we're just facing just out. Yeah, yeah, he's been facing problems all season, and then he really was in pain against Texas when he went out of that game, and it it changed that game a little bit. Yes, it changed yes. that game a little bit. I still don't know why they were throwing. And stopping the clock for Texas and almost giving Texas a gift. I think that was absolutely it was a lot mismanagement. Like, it was a lot like the, the Dan Campbell discussion we've been having all week, right? Mm-hmm. Of oh boy, like 
how did this thing go wrong for them? In the case of Washington, they're running back getting hurt and not allowing for them to run out the clock. Oh, but also Dan Campbell tried trickery before that. It didn't work, and he didn't kick the extra point instead. And to Kaylin DeBoer and Washington's side of, well, why were they throwing in the first place? You know, you lose 20, 30 seconds on this injury, but you probably already lost that a couple of plays before. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what they were doing. I don't know. Hopefully they learned from that, Ward. I don't know. <laughs> but, that, but that said, we also, you know, um, the game before that, that Michigan game, mm-hmm. um, they muffed two, three punts in that game, including one at the very end of the regulation end. where you're like, what on earth? Why is a guy even trying to fair catch it at the four-yard line? Right. Why even have someone back you, there? You never go say. inside the 10. No. Never. No. Have you noticed that happens a lot more in college? Yeah, and I don't Some get it. Some of the it. NFL, too. I don't get it. Why are you catching the ball inside the 10-yard line? Just makes no sense. I mean, sense, if the punter's man. good enough to, to check it up at the one, you tip your cap and you go on about your business. But right. you take the odds of, hey, put your heels on the 10-yard line and do not go inside the 10. I don't care where the ball's going. You don't touch it if it goes inside the 10. That's That's – Special teams punt return 101. It's weirdly, I think it's one of those things. But you see it more and more, just like you said. Yeah, it's one of those fundamental things that is getting lost in major football. I don't know why. You know, we know why in the NFL there's a lot more shoulder tackles rather than real tackles because they don't have the practice time that they used to, and they can't do that. But why is that a product of it, where guys are boneheaded mistakes on special teams, and it's not just on 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 you know the fair catches in the inside the 10-yard line. Special teams overall, I don't want to get into a big special teams discussion, but it has gotten worse across the board, I feel like. Just decision-making and, I mean, that's really what it comes down to, decision-making. Just all across the board, special teams has been a casualty, I guess, of this lost practice time. I don't know. I, I agree. 100%. I don't know why it is, but and it, you caught me on a tangent there. It, well, it, <laughs> it should be a priority. It really should. It used to be for the very best teams. Well, I, I think for the very best teams, it still is. And we still we still hear it. This is getting a little patriotsy again, but obviously that was one of Belichick's great strengths for decades was how good and how detail-oriented they were on special teams. And now I hear it all the time when they make a mistake of, oh, that's just not Belichick football. I'm like, well, it has been for four years here, and it has been across the league for four years or five years or whatever it's been. I just... It's one of those weird things that's gotten lost. And for football purists like you and I, it bugs us. It it bothers me. It really does. Yeah. And and I look, it could come down to a special teams play tonight. It could. It really could. And I think um that pass rush has obviously advantaged Michigan. Defense overall advantaged Michigan. Um but I would have said that against Texas for Washington. Not right. to the same degree. Not to the same degree, sure, but I really thought that Texas was going to dial some things up and try to get to the quarterback last week with three weeks plus to prepare for it. I thought they would open something up in their defensive playbook for that because the athletes they have on the, on that side of the football. And to some degree they did, but they just couldn't lay a finger on Pennick. I mean, you heard one knockdown in the whole game. I mean, that's, that's not going to disrupt anybody. No. And, I mean, anybody's offense, I should say. And if Michigan can get to the quarterback half as well as they did last week against a beleaguered Alabama offensive line, then 
that would could very well be the biggest advantage in the game tonight. National Championship coming up tonight from Houston. We'll have more on it in the press box. We return right after this. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play this Wednesday, headed to Kansas to take on the Jayhawks. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Wednesday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. 
No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. And welcome back to the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. Live from the skating rink. <laughs> Soon to be. <laughs> nice choice. I like that. All right. National Championship game coming up tonight at 6:30. Washington and Michigan at NRG in Houston. Is that the right place? I don't think so either. No. In fact, I didn't even know where the venue was last week, and I had made some remark on the Sugar Bowl broadcast. Or no, sorry, it was talking about Jalen Milrow for Alabama. And uh, he was so excited to play in the Rose Bowl, not realizing he could actually go home to Texas with a win. And so I just immediately thought, okay, AT&T. Right. Houston, look, I I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I'm not a big fan of Houston City to begin with. I'm not afraid to. I can't stand that city. If it was up to me, I'd let Louisiana annex it. Yeah, I don't find (laughs) much redeeming about it. I would would agree with Aaron there. (laughs) And I've been to the stadium. It's... I've been... It's good. It's okay. It's it's a dome stadium. I've been there several times. Not the worst place to watch a game. I've called games there. Not impressed. It's just a dome stadium. That's that's what it is. (laughs) I mean... It's a dump. It's it's not, it's not nearly the place the the venue that Arlington is or Vegas is, which will have the Super Bowl. L. A. is right. these new these new age, um, beautiful palatial stadiums. Yeah, it's just nothing for me. To be honest with you, I, I don't I don't know how they got it. The I really don't. It fair. should be at AT and T if it's going to be in Texas. <sighs> yeah. I should the Rose Bowl be reserved. For the national championship every single year. I would have no problem with it, I'd no, say that. absolutely not. I think it should. That's a West Coast thing. I know you do, Ward, but most people outside of the West Coast in those two conferences that have been involved with it for decades don't care. As a matter of fact, oh, I some people it. like me don't like the Rose Bowl because they held up the college football playoffs by almost by a full year, and that place is a dump. It really is. That's, oh, but the setting, Aaron, the, when it's yeah. half and half yeah. and the sun it's setting. Just, it's the perfect football oh, setting. Oh, I'm going to – I got to go with the sentimentality on this one. I do like it. Yeah. I, I think it would be I cool like to it have it there every year. Just, you, you know, it, it, it's better than NRG. Well, it certainly is. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take much. You know, you know who the real winner is tonight? No matter what? The city of Houston? Indiana University. The that? Hoosiers. You know why? Because either way, the winning quarterback of the national championship <laughs> will have started his career at Indiana. Right. This is an all-IU quarterback matchup. How on earth did we get here? I have no idea. That's strange. I didn't the even. The portal giveth. Uh, yeah. Indiana quarterbacks. <laughs> That's, would you ever think you'd be saying that? Two Hoosier quarterbacks. Facing off in the national championship game. No. Let alone, of course, neither one's going to be Indiana. Neither no. team. How about that? 
That's going to be the biggest football win they've ever had. Ever. I would think so. They haven't won the conference in almost 60 years, and I'm surprised it's been that recent. Yeah, I didn't. To be totally honest. I didn't think they'd ever won it. Can you name like a great, what's a a great product of IU? Oh. Basketball. Well, basketball. Football. You you can name some basketball, but football? I can't. I don't know. Oh, I can think of one guy who was a good player. I mean, nothing special. Remember Antoine Randall-L? Okay. He was a quarterback at IU. All right. There you go. Steelers for years. A good mm-hmm. player. Good yeah. player. Good player. Threw a touchdown in the Super Bowl, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. in Detroit, which, talk about a place to host a championship game. Detroit, baby. Uh, <laughs> that uh, would stink. Imagine making the travel there for a Super Bowl no. February. Ooh, no. Good Lord. That would not be fun. That's the other thing, just traveling to Houston. Ugh. Yeah, getting in and out. Ooh. Not I mean, an easy I know task. the Michigan people coming from Detroit, it's, it's a lot nicer, but still. I mean, they had the Super Bowl down there. We went to the Super Bowl, and it was it was okay. I like was, when the Super Bowls are played there because the Patriots are two and zero. But <laughs> other than that, I could take it or leave it. Right. I it just that stadium just does nothing. You don't walk it into that even stadium feel like and it's go. It's a big event. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I'll tell you, I watched Baylor play Vanderbilt in the Texas Bowl. There, I was there that night, and it that is the perfect venue for. for a lower mid mid tier bowl, bowl game. game. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. It's okay. But other for than not that, for the national championship game. No, for a Super Bowl, not for a national championship. It's just you walk in and it's just a stadium. Yeah. Nothing. The stadium looks go. like a stadium. Yeah. You don't walk in and go, <laughs> whoa, wow, this is going to be fun. You know, and the press box is not the greatest. Is it? I've never been in the press box. No, it's not. <laughs> Not the greatest. No, you were just it's, it's, talking it's, about the show. Don't but. be so down on yourself, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Press box. <laughs> it's no Matt Mosley, but. Oh, uh, all right. Advantage, Washington or Michigan? Offensive line. Washington. Okay. Defensive line. Michigan. Something Secondary. Uh, technically Michigan. Technically Michigan. Although I do agree with Sean's point of going up against the Big Ten versus the Pac-12. Right. I think that Washington Secondaries made plays against good quarterbacks in big games twice. Bo Nix, by the way. Anyway, but I will go. I will go advantage secondary Michigan. All right, receiving core, Washington. Running backs, running game. At Michigan, yeah. Okay. And that injury, pro- that injury to the Washington side probably gives it more distinctly to Michigan. Quarterback, Washington. Special big teams. time. I think. I got, I guess I got to go Washington based off what Michigan showed me last week. <laughs> And and the and the the uh I like Washington's kicker. Not that he had anything too extraneous last week, but mm-hmm. two big kicks in the second half, uh, one of which they tried to ice him out of, uh, and just no bones about it, nailed it. So I'll go special teams advantage to them. Okay. Who wins tonight? Got the Huskies. I got this team of fate, this team of destiny. Maybe it's because I went and saw Boys in the Boat on Christmas Day. <laughs> But I am all in on this Washington story. And they win. It's close. It's 27-21. All right. Aaron? Washington, 31-27. Yes. You're already outnumbered, Ward, but please give us your prediction. That's three. Michigan. (laughs) And why? 
I just I think that defensive line is going to give Penix fits, and I think that they don't let him climb up in the pocket like he did against Texas and make those throws that he did against Texas. I think they win just because of that defensive line. By the way, great point by Sean in the interview that not a lot of people make or have made over the last 20 years about my man Brady. <laughs> At times, the best mobile quarterback in the league. Not outside the pocket, but creating a pocket for himself. Anyway, uh, I just think there's too much. Pe- I think there's too much Penix in there. All right, too much Penix. All right, there you go. And the receiving core is is good. They're they're not going to be. They are know, good. A ton they, of guys that you're going to see in the and, NFL. And, but and what they do is spread the ball around. Yes, that that makes a difference. Spreading that love, baby. But I don't I don't know that he's going to have time to spread it around. And you're a defense guy, so yeah, you're going to pick defensive advantage every time. <laughs> Defense wins championships or Defense something like that. I think, I've, I think I've heard that somewhere. Yes. All right. Tonight, 6.30, it is the national championship. NFL yesterday, and the waters cleared up on the oh, NFL postseason. And it'll start on Saturday with Cleveland at Houston. And, boy, what a turnaround Houston has come up with. Cleveland taking on the Texans at NRG Stadium coming at 3.30 on Saturday I I think this is going to be a really really good football game. This might be the best matchup of the weekend. I think it is. It's it, this is a lot of fun. Uh, and you think when these guys were and negotiating, who would have said Cleveland and Houston is going to be the best <laughs> matchup in Week One of the playoffs? Nobody. Even six weeks ago, I don't think we would have said that. You know, no. And do you think when these two teams were negotiating for Deshaun Watson before last year, they were like, "All right, we'll see you guys in the playoffs." And give you know. and me. Give, a year. Obviously, their head coach credit, but give their front office credit, too. They made the trade to move back up for Will Anderson mm-hmm. to basically get two, the, what they consider the two best players in the draft. They did it. People were laughing at him. Oh, you just gave away what's probably going to be the top pick next year. Well, they knew something because that pick's going to be in the 20s now that they made the playoffs, yep. and it looks like a fantastic trade for them. Well, and Cleveland goes in and pulls a – guy off a couch yeah. basically and gets them to the playoffs. A Super Bowl MVP. I get it. I get <laughs> it. But from when I was in high school. Ten years removed, yeah. right? Yes. Yes. I mean <laughs> and he was I think this is a this is such a I, I'm such a CJ Stroud fan too. I really am. Um he's fun to he's, watch. Oh he's got so much room to grow too. Like it wasn't even a spotless game on Saturday, but a win in your end game on the road drops that absolute dime on the first play of the game. What seventy five yard touchdown? Mm-hmm. Like this kid has got the cojones, and he's got the he's got the parts around him. That's you know it. This is by no means a a who's who Pro Bowl offense. No, but he's got some playmakers there to the point where I'm thinking, boy, if you give him some real playmakers though, this kid's going to be running this league in a couple of years. And I, I, but then again, looking at the other side, we talk about these teams that are hotter than fish grease going into the playoffs. Now we've been saying it about the Rams in the NFC, but these are the two in the AFC. Mm-hmm. These, these are it, you know, for as much as, you know, Buffalo's come up with some big wins it, the last couple of weeks, last it's night. been, it has been Houston playing playoff football for three weeks here and Cleveland playing playoff football for over a month here. And those are the teams you got to worry about. 
And thankfully for some of the top teams in the AFC, one of those will be gone after Saturday. Miami at Kansas City, the night game uh, coming up on Saturday night. And that's only going to be on Peacock, uh, not on NBC, which is, I don't know why the NFL's toying with all that, but I get it. Uh, Less commercials, I guess. That's what they're saying. I guess. Well, whatever. That should be a great matchup. Should be. Should be. But I look at Miami now and I'm like, well, what? I don't know what Miami's going to put out there for you. I'm right. picking the Chiefs in that one. I would think so. Being at home. It is at Arrowhead, so that helps. Pat Mahomes. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get a bet against Patrick I would, Mahomes. And I was using that scenario, what, two weeks ago of like Pat Mahomes, two attack of Iloa. You know, one's having this great season. One is the battle-tested guy. Which one do you pick? I was thinking of that for an AFC championship game. Not, not for the whatever w- they call it. Wicked one. wild, wild card weekend. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, I I just don't think Miami has enough to dethrone the Chiefs. And do I think so. the Chiefs get back to the Super Bowl? I don't know. Maybe. Just going to depend on how the cards fall for them. Uh, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Pittsburgh finds their way in yesterday with the win. Buffalo finds a way to win last night. I still think Buffalo's got Buffalo's, the cards. Buffalo's probably, in my opinion... Still watching them, maybe the best team in the AFC. They, I, I mean, on their day, on their day, they very well could be. Um, Josh Allen still makes some real head scratching decisions for me, and I don't know that they are a Super Bowl. I think their Super Bowl championship window is probably closed, but to to extend the cliche, any given day for Buffalo mm-hmm. in this league, and. I just I can't I can't find any good things to say about Pittsburgh. They lost to the Patriots, man. I I can't <laughs> I can't I can't bet them for a for a darn thing. No. I got Buffalo in that one probably pretty easily. Yeah, I, I I just well, how great would it be if the Cowboys stumbled their way into the Super Bowl and the Bills stumbled their way into the Super oh, Bowl? Oh, would that, that rematch be great? Again? Bring those memories back, Ward. <laughs> I know where we'll be. If that's the case. Oh, absolutely. Green Bay at Dallas coming up uh, on Sunday as well. You can hear that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. And I I think if you look at Dallas, what they were able to do against Washington, I don't know that you get your hopes up because it's Washington, but they finally went on grass. They finally went on the road. Get that demon put aside. Again, it's Washington who just fired their coach. But – the way the cards fell, I don't think they could have fell any better for the Cowboys than to get yeah. Green Bay in round one. This is going to sound disrespectful, but I honestly, I don't even know how much how much better the Packers are than Washington. Obviously, they are better, but I don't think they're leaps and bounds better, to be totally honest with you. I, I, I just, I haven't seen anything from Green Bay this year. I mean, to me, they're, they're the Pittsburgh of the NFC. I mean, the, the quarterback doesn't impress me. Uh, they just kind of, Play in a weak division uh, with a weak schedule because they didn't win that division last year. And they've. this is the best scenario for, for the Cowboys. And if they if they buy into this jinx crap and, and that they can't play Green Bay and they think back to 2016 and they lose this thing, clean house, man, if you can't beat this Green Bay team at home. Oh, I, yeah, I, I mean, there's no hey, doubt. Come on. No doubt. If, if Mike McCarthy does not get to the NFC Championship game, is he still the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year? 
If I'm Jerry, no. I don't no. think if Jerry's especially, Jerry, no. Especially with how it's lined up now. You know, if you had asked me that four weeks ago, I would have said no, but I think a lot of Cowboys fans would say, oh, that's harsh. You want them to go and win in Philadelphia to get there. I don't think that's going to happen. But now with how it's lined up, yeah, he, he would be done. And and if they get Detroit, which is very realistic to get Detroit in the, the divisional round, that's not an easy matchup, as we saw two weeks ago. It's, that's not an easy game, but no excuses at this point. No excuses. No, I, I think if they, get, San Francisco, if they, whatever, if they get Detroit, which I don't think they will. I think L.A. destroys Detroit. Well, then that would shake it up. Then they would get. Then they would get L.A. And not Tampa or whoever wins that Tampa game, that Tampa right. that's, Philadelphia that game. Tampa and Philadelphia get San Francisco. Auto. Auto. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's already the bracket's already made. That that's still tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, whoever the, so whoever they get in the divisional round is tough. Well, which and, you should expect, but well, yeah, absolutely. It is the playoffs. It is the playoffs. But I I think L A takes on Detroit and and beats them, and maybe not. It's in Detroit, but I think L A right now to me is the hottest team in the league. Absolutely, absolutely, and with very real championship pedigree, mm-hmm. they've still got some a good amount of holdovers from two years ago. Oh, and and Matthew Stafford's there. And he's That's pretty a difference. Good. He's he's not bad. All right, coming up next, J Mo. He'll uh, he'll join you from two to three, followed by Matt Mosley, and then the national championship game right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Cam and Aaron, I'm Ward White. Until next time, so long, everybody. Sunday afternoon, it's playoff football with your Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the all-new Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Hundreds of tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection, they have what you're looking for. Visit their website, BeltonGunShow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. 
At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands, Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 